0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Inda Brady, our UK correspondent with us. Hey, Inda. Hello, Heather. Welcome back. Fantastic oh, to hear your voice. It is good to hear your little accent coming down the line, Inda. Are you keeping well? <laughs>
0: Very well, yeah, and congratulations on your news. I love the name. I absolutely love the name.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Of course you do, because you're Irish. Finbar is Irish, isn't it? Now, um, talk to Jordan. me about what, what is going on here with the editor of the Mail on Sunday being summoned in by the speaker. This seem, I, I feel uncomfortable about this.
0: Well, well, look. You know, there's freedom of speech, and then there's this article that was published on Sunday about a female politician here, Angela Rayner. She's done nothing wrong. She's deputy Labour leader, and the article was in a conservative newspaper, The Mail on Sunday, and it basically said it was well, it was sexist, it was misogynistic, uh, it was classist. It was a really horrible. I was not even going to use the word journalism. I was going to say piece mm. of journalism. It's not. It was tripe. Basically, it says that she can't compete with Boris Johnson because of his education and his background. She's working class, obviously. So, you know, she can't compete with Boris Johnson's Oxford University uh, debating skills. So she resorts to crossing and uncrossing her legs in front of him in Parliament uh, during Prime Minister's questions, a la... Sharon Stone in Basic Instance. So it it was an extraordinary article. It went down very, very badly indeed. And the end result is the editor has now been hauled before the Speaker of the House of Commons, been told to go in there today uh, with the journalist who wrote the article and explain how all of that tosh ended up in print.
1: But okay, so explain something to me, Ender. Were they quoting sources within the party who said that this is what was going on?
0: Yeah, one anonymous Conservative MP was quoted. So this could have been something that some half-wit has told the journalist over six or seven glasses of wine. Um, it's quite clear they don't like Angela Rayner. Mm. I mean, she's feisty. She She speaks well. She challenges Boris Johnson. I mean, look, there's intense rivalry there. But resorting to saying that about a woman, I mean, it, it's pretty base. But okay, really, so it, really how,
1: how do we feel about the speaker involving themselves, though, in what a newspaper is printing?
0: Look, I, I think something had to be done. It's the mechanics of parliament, basically. It's, it's the equivalent of the head teacher calling you in for a rap over the knuckles. So, look, I think some people will be uncomfortable about it, but ultimately, uh, they crossed the line on sunday they really mm. did i mean it's all anyone has been talking about you know I, I think it was just on so many levels the article was wrong um and and of course it goes off like a rocket on social
1: media and some people love it Ender, what happened in piers morgan's first show was it a, was it killer or filler
0: it was really good, actually. So mm. I have to say, I'm impressed by this. Um, it's slick. It's it's bold. It's brash. It's very American. The design and the feel to it, the colour scheme, the music. Um, I, I mean, his ego just runs away with it. And then he runs into Donald Trump. And it's just, it's gripping TV because you're watching Trump. The delusions, if anything, have got even worse now that he's not in power. Mm. Um, but I thought Morgan got off to a flying start. And when you look at how bang average GB News was here when it launched, you know, a year ago. It was it was so bad. There's so many technical problems. The set looked like, like it was designed in Albania in 1981. Mm. Um, this new talk TV thing, I think it's going to fly. I really do.
1: I mean, it's one thing to have Piers Morgan's show working really well, but what about everybody else? I mean, isn't isn't Ozzy Osbourne's wife involved?
0: Yeah, yeah, Sharon Osbourne's yeah. on there. I see Jeremy Kyle is getting a show as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, there's some other stuff, but the, the flagship event that, you know, they're going up against an easy market because 8pm in the evening, you know, I've, I've spent the last 17 years on Sky News. Nobody's watching at 8pm in the evening. So they've picked a time of the day where there's not a great deal else on, on any of the channels. And in the news world in particular, news executives don't care about the 8pm slot. It's all about the 9 and the 10th. So sticking Piers Morgan on at eight o'clock, I think a lot of people are going to come in from work, have a glass of wine and listen to him rant about whatever is kind of <laughs> uh, confectedly, you know, it's, it's all confected rage and anger. And he starts off by saying he, he doesn't want any snowflakes and it's no cancel culture. And um, But it's very clever. It's very, but that's Piers all over. He, he will find something. He will turn it around and he'll make it all about him.
1: Absolutely. Enda, thank you so much. It's so good to talk to you, Enda Brady, our UK correspondent. Piers Morgan is gripping. I mean, it's it's like a car crash you can't look away from. eh? I woke up at the weekend. I'm limited time nowadays, so it's got to be a good article for me to be reading. And I could not stop reading this interview. I think it was on The the Telegraph. And he's just so opinionated and egotistical and... uh, Loved it from start to finish. He is a hoot, and I think um, I would agree with Ender. If, if Ender thinks that the show is great, then the show is probably blinking well great.